Welcome back to Read It or List It. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Ashley. And we're so excited for a new episode. And we're going to be doing another edition or volume or rendition, I don't know how to describe it, of our little Loveling Lately series where we share like three or four things that are constantly or currently consuming our lives. Yeah, and not just book related, but just everything in life. Though I feel like we always will end up filtering it back to book content or book adjacent. Yeah. Like my life revolves around that. Oh, absolutely. So, all right, tell me, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first with something? Whatever, whatever speaks to you. If, if okay. I'm loving lately letting other people <laughs> speak their minds. Well, I was just saying how, or I was thinking when you said it always comes back to books and this year I feel like I have been especially like leaning into the seasons Mm. and I want like all of the content I'm consuming to like revolve around the current season that I'm in and usually that's like book related but this year it's like movie and tv show related like the things that I'm watching I just want like absolute like pure summer vibes like if it's not near a body of water or like a boardwalk I don't want it yeah I am usually like that especially in the summer months I really like to like lean into the season and like you know it's um what it's like my friend paper indie always talks about she says that it's like um method reading when you um when you're reading a book and you're also consuming something outside of the book that like relates back to the book so if you're reading a book that takes place in you know on the coast of the Amafi coast and you're reading a book and you're there like that would be like part of your method reading or like um when I was reading the co-op, I went and made the recipe that's in the book and like just like things like that, like to like make it a yeah. full experience. Um, so I feel like that's kind of like the first level of the method reading experience. You're reading a book that takes place in the season that you're currently in. Yeah, I love that. But it's funny because I just finished, I just read um, Love Light Farms, which mm. is the quite exact opposite season of what we're in right now but I just like and I thought that that would feel weird like reading a book set around Christmas time in June but I actually like really I mean it didn't bother me at all it didn't like take away from the experience and I just like felt like it was like really nice because you get so inundated with Christmas content around or holiday content oh there's never enough time there's never enough time because especially (laughs) like some people, I guess some people don't, like, to me, I can consume it anywhere from, like, September through December, and it, I love mm-hmm. it, but that's mm-hmm. not how everybody is, mm-hmm. and there's just always so much, but I have to say that Love Light Farms, to me, is not, it's one of those books that's, like, set in December but it expands more it's like set in the fall to me it's more like a fall time read like I wouldn't you know they're not like out there like singing Christmas carols and stuff I don't remember it being like overtly no it's not like it's just like you know it takes place on a Christmas tree farm yeah and it just felt very like for me it was really nice because I am such a mood reader that 
every time it's right around like December 1 strikes and I start seeing everybody like reading their holiday books and I am just like instantly not in the mood to read them. Like I just like can't like oh, it yeah. took me. I didn't I wanted to read um Tis the Season for Re- Revenge so bad last year, but I just could not pick it up at the time that I like waited 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 and then the time came when it was like when I should be reading it and I just like I was was, did not have the urge, and I'm like, now I missed the boats, and I have to wait till next year. But I don't. No, you you don't because it's it's also not. I I would say structurally, it's kind of similar to Love Light Farms. It starts around Halloween, I think. So, yeah, it's similar in the sense that you get like because that was another one where I was like, okay, like the like the the climactic moments of the book happened around happen around the holidays but it's not like a book like um oh shoot what is it called oh faking under the mistletoe that is a christmas book like yeah. it is like it is all the holly jolly but i wouldn't like to you could if you picked that up tomorrow i think you would just enjoy it as a fun read because it's not about the holidays it's about the time of year where her life is happening if that makes sense right 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 yeah no totally and it's funny because I never really think about I was trying to think of like summer reads and I couldn't I could like barely think of any that I remember the location mattering to the story you know what I mean so I like even even when I think about like Devney's books it was so hard for me to remember like which ones take place in summertime Montana which ones take place in wintertime Montana because the time of year doesn't seem very important to those stories just like the setting of Montana is what's important you know what I mean right no I completely agree with that yeah um so what else are you loving lately I will I just finished yellow face (laughs) I want to read that so bad and it's like I've been in such like a romance um mood but like I had this like weird urge the other day to just be like let me just pick up a book that's not romance wait okay that's where I was yeah and so I read The Daydreams by Laura Hankin who we've previously had on the podcast Mm -hmm. and that book it was so funny because it started and I was like oh a second chance romance and then I was like not a second chance romance like Mm -hmm. it it was but it was so fun to read and so then I was like oh I'm gonna start fourth wing but then I was just like really intrigued by yellow face and it is so there's something about like a book that's just like compulsively readable and you're just like oh Mm -hmm. my gosh I like like and I think part of it was that it's very enjoyable because I said to you this to you this morning where I'm like it feels like it was written for a very niche audience and like the audience is us as in like book people and people mm-hmm. who review books yeah, online yeah. and it was so enjoyable and it's like thrilling but it's like a psychological thriller but not in like a damaging way like like yeah. I, also, I don't really like thrillers because I don't I don't like to read psychological thrillers or thrillers in general because I do not enjoy the feeling of like turning the corner and something is going to jump out at you I don't like to be Mm -hmm. scared I don't like having nightmares it's not my vibe but I love the pacing of a thriller and I think that's why I like YA thrillers because they don't like 
YA thrillers, I feel like either they're more, like, mystery or, like, maybe, like, a good, like, camp thriller. Like, mm-hmm. I, I love They're very compulsively readable, too. Right. Like, and, like. really can't put them down. Yeah. And, like, I've been trying to enact, like, a lot stronger of, like, phone and social media boundaries. And mm-hmm. I think that was why I picked it up. Because I was like, I need something that, like, doesn't make me want to check my phone after I finish four chapters. And... It was so good. It was so good. And now I'm like, and I, and I was a physical book. I didn't read a book on my Kindle. And oh so, my God. Yeah. I want to, I'm going to, I have a couple options that I want you to choose in a little bit um, oh, for, for what read. to read next. But mm, okay. I, I'm like, I'll try I my feel best. like I'm right now, I'm in, because The Daydreams was also a, a hardcover, a hardcover, not even a trade paperback. Who am I? My poor little wrists are hurting. I know. I was going to say, how are your hands? Because that was what I, I, what did I read? Oh, I read Happy Place. Oh, yeah. That was a big one, like, too. Like, in the physical book. Yeah. So, yeah. My, and I, I was like, say, whoa, this is weird, holding a book. I know. I was like, I need to get one of those, like, book pillows, because it was, like, starting to <laughs> be hard to hold a book. Um, yeah. 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 Okay, what else are you loving? Tell me. What am I loving right now? Um... Okay, shows. John and I are back on our Survivor kick. Oh. Um, are you watching old episodes or new episodes? So um, we are watching the most recent season right now. And then it, we're actually on the finale. So I don't know. We're going to have to go back to an old season after that. But then John is also watching, I think it's season four, which is Boston Rob's first season. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So we're kind of like going between like super old school Survivor and then new school Survivor. Um all Stars season seven is my favorite season of all. Okay, time. so maybe we'll watch that one when we finish this one because I just love. Oh my gosh, I I love Survivor. Um, are there any love, books like, reality that are like how like Survivor shows? Oh, I don't know, but I would get behind that. So I feel like it's always like cook, like cooking shows or like reality like entertainment shows like be like 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 American Idol style. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want that. That's such a good idea. Okay, let's... let's... Nobody take my idea. I'm going to write romance. <laughs> well, a romance well Boston, Rob, and Amber. <laughs> Boston, Rob, and Amber were the romance. They were. They were. There's Who's been your, others. Do you have a favorite season of Survivor? Um, I, I, I have favorite char- characters. Yeah. I have favorite contestants. They are characters. Um, let's be real. It's reality TV. If, it's all produced. <laughs> right. I mean, you would be not surprised in the slightest that I love Malcolm. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Um, I love Malcolm, and I watched every season that he was on, and I just wanted him to win so bad. Spoiler, I guess. Um, I just, like, I just, I wish he kept going. Like, he did, what, he did two, he did three seasons, I think. I think so, yeah. And I just was, like, every time I was, like, Another one. Another one. I also really like Joe for the same reasons that I liked Malcolm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, we've been watching Survivor. Um, John and I, I don't know if you knew this, but John loves survivalist shows. Like, obviously, Survivor is, like, not really a survivalist show. But, like, he loves those, like, outdoors shows. Mm-hmm. So, we watch, like, we always watch Alone on the History Channel. Um, and that's why one of John calls me Bear. But he doesn't, like, call me Bear, like in like a hey bear or like hi bear or anything like that he yells from the other room at the top of his lungs hey bear 
because uh-huh. that's what you're supposed to do to like scare off a bear in the woods. So mm-hmm. like it I don't know how I should take that. Anyways, um so we watched this other we've we've just like watched a couple um really cool survivalist shows. So it's like kind of like has he watched Station 11? Does he like dystopian survivalist stuff? Um I think so. Yeah, he loved the 100. Like that was like one of his favorite shows. He should until, watch like, he the... said, "Quote, it got really weird, like lost." Oh, well he should watch Station 11 then. It does like obviously start with a pandemic, it but a book? Yeah, it's based off of the Emily St. John Mandel book, mm-hmm. but it's on See, I knew he'd relate it back to books somehow at some point. Well, I literally now all I can think about, I'm like, are there any books about survivor style TV shows? Like, how is that not? Or like the challenge? (gasps) Right. Like, how is that not something? I wonder if like, I guess it like got hot before like social media when, because now I feel like when something gets really popular and like like so many books that are coming out like oh like it's billed like ted lasso or mm-hmm. um, which oh my gosh i was yesterday yesterday's years old so not today yesterday when i learned that ted lasso was about soccer or was i had football a football i had no idea no idea well, i don't know the what i thought the it least was. Im- the least important part of the story I know, but I was just like, wow, I feel like I should have known that considering, like, John, like, that's one of his sports, you know? Yeah. I feel like I should have known that. Do you watch it? Um, no. See, we watched it for, I was, like, really John watched the first season. I haven't watched any of it. I, I, I hate that I am this type of person, but when something is, like, that popular, I feel like this was totally true of my personality during 2020, where I was like, it can't be that good if everybody likes it, which is how I, which is not how I am with books. If a book is hyped, I'm like, I'm reading that. Did you avoid Tiger King? No, not at all. No one could escape Tiger King. No one could. Tiger King. I mean, I did wait until we, like... Because I know, I know some people say, like, oh, like, love is blind. Like, I remember watching that in lockdown, and I'm like, no, love is blind was out in January of 2020 because we all watched the finale live on Valentine's Day. It was mm-hmm. Tiger King that was locked down. <laughs> um, I'm very protective of that timeline. I don't know why. I'm like, don't <laughs> let it get blurred. That whole year wasn't a wash. First two months were semi-okay. The first two months. The first two months in February of 2020, I went to Big Bear in California for Lane's, my friend Lane's bachelorette trip. And that was like the last time that I did any traveling for like years. It's well documented on this podcast Mm -hmm. because it's also when (laughs) we started the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) True. Very true. Okay. What else are you loving? Um... I'm trying to think. Oh, Diet Coke. <laughs> I know this I'm, is so lame. You have been on a diet. I mean, I never left the Diet Coking. Like, I've literally been so obsessed with Diet If you ask any of my friends, they'll tell you that I have an absurd – like, I'm probably 90% Diet Coke. Have you versus- seen the Stony Clover Diet Coke collaboration? No. Oh, I will send it to you because you'll – Okay. You'll probably want to buy something. The other thing that I am loving lately in the same, like, food arena is um, I have been, like, un- like having a weird 
hyperfixation on buffalo chicken. Like I, buffalo anything. Like anything dipped in buffalo sauce, I just like cannot get enough of. Sounds like you um, need to come for a visit. Uh, clearly. Maybe it's <laughs> – I'm missing you, Phoebe. That's what it is. I just I just think, oh, my man, I just need some buffalo. Like buffalo wild wings, buffalo cauliflower. Well, Ugh. I'm sorry. I I hate that. As a, I am not a buffalo native, so I do not care. But like, people get very sensitive about the buffalo wild wings thing because it's uh-huh. not like the the origins of. And also, people here don't call them chicken wings. It's just wings. Like if you say chicken wings, they like look at you like you have ten heads. And I'm like, I don't think I call them chicken wings. I know. There's just, there's a lot of rules in Western New York for the way things that you call things. And I just, mm. like, I can never keep up. And so I am now, like, the jaded outsider who's like, go touch some grass. Mm. <laughs> all my Buffalo friends are going to listen to this and be like, oh my God, I love you all. But, like, come on. Um, we don't get protective over Cape Cod potato chips. Like, I actually love when people, like, I loved that when I moved down here, people were like, oh my God, I love Cape Cod chips. <laughs> and I was like, oh. I was why like, did I? Oh, like, it's my homeland. Why did I never think that people would say that to you? <laughs> yeah, They're like oh, Cape Cod potato chips. Yeah, and then I have to, and then I have to tell them. Do you know that Cape Cod potato chips are produced in the town called Sandwich? And then they think that that is just the funniest thing. Wait, I didn't know that, heard. but I love that. Yeah, yeah, that's so funny. Um, okay, do you want to? Do you want to choose my book? Yeah, I want to choose your book. Give me the options. Okay, so my first one is Imogen, obviously, by Becky Albertalli. Yes, I almost picked that at the bookstore the other day. It's so pretty. So I feel like this book was written for me because the opening line makes me giggle every time. And this is the synopsis. She's never missed a Pride Alliance meeting. She never knows. She knows more about queer media discourse than her very queer little sister. She even has two queer best friends. That there's Gretchen, a fellow high school senior who helps keep Imogen's biases in check. And then there's Lily, newly out and driving, oh, newly out and newly thriving, with a cool new squad of queer college friends. Imogen's thrilled for Lily. Any ally would be. And now that she's finally visiting Lily on campus, she's bringing her ally A-game. Any support Lily needs, Imogen's all in, even if that means bending the truth just a little. Like when Lily drops a tiny queer bombshell, she's told all her college friends that Imogen and Lily used to date. And none of them know that Imogen's a raging hetero, not even Lily's best friend, Tessa. Of course, there's more time Imogen spends with chaotic... With chaotic freckle-faced Tessa, the more she starts to wonder if her truth was ever all that straight to begin with. I love that. I love, well, I can't wait to hear what your thoughts are on it, but I assume that it's going to be that very, like, I was such a proud ally. I never thought that maybe the reason I was such a strong, proud ally was because (laughs) maybe I wasn't so much an ally as a member of the group I love it so yeah oh my gosh that sounds so good that is YA right it is YA yeah and then I have Once More with Feeling by Alyssa Sussman which I haven't heard of that a former pop star finds herself back in the spotlight along with an old flame in this friends to lovers meets enemies to lovers story from the best-selling author of Funny You Should Ask the sensational TikTok romance oh yeah yeah okay Cool. 
And then... Are those my other options? Oh, no, there's another one. Well, Fourth Wing, which needs mm. no introduction. And yeah. then the other one is a backlist title. Oh, my goodness. Let's not knock over my pile of books because, of course, it's in the middle. Um, I love the variety here. This last one I've literally had for so long. And I every month I'm like, I'm going to read it. But then I don't. And I don't know why because I'm going to regret all the time I've wasted not reading it. This is Away by Darcy Little Badger. This is Ima- Imagine in America, very similar to our own. It's got homework, best friends, and pistachio ice cream. There are some differences. This America has been shaped dramatically by the magic, monsters, knowledge, and legends of its peoples, those indigenous and, and those not. Some of those these forces are charmingly everyday, like the ability to make an orb of light appear or travel across, across the world through rings of fungi. But other forces are less charming and should never see the light of day. Alatsue lives in this slightly stranger America. She can raise the ghosts of dead animals, a scale passed down through generations of her... Uh, I'm not sure how... I'm not sure if I'm correctly pronouncing this, but Lapan Apache family. Her beloved cousin has been murdered in a town that wants no prying eyes, but she is going to wow. do more than pry. The picture-perfect facade of Willoughby masks gruesome secrets, and she will rely on her wits, skills, and friends to tear off the mask and protect her family. Wow, that sounds so good. It's also so like, different. I know. I bought it. There's this really great bookstore here called Burning Books, and it mm. only stocks books by authors of color and queer authors. And I bought this the first time I went in there because it's like, I believe it's like YA new adult, but it is like, it feels like it was like that. It was like a very tactile experience when I picked it up. Mm -hmm. The cover is really smooth. It's really this like artistic cover and it's like really heavy, but it's not like it's super big. Like I'm like, what is this book made out of? Interesting. And it's Wait, a, send me a picture. I want to see. I will. Um, that sounds so cool. I'm so um, I'm so intrigued by all of those. I think you, you don't have a wrong pick. I mean, personally, I vote Imogen because I selfishly really want you to tell me all your thoughts. And it, like, yeah. I'm yeah, like, I think that's a- what I'm leaning towards because I also, I, I love Becky Albertalli's books. Like, her right. book. Kate and Waiting I loved last year um I am going so these are what I've just picked up at the bookstore and I'm so excited so that summer feeling I'm definitely reading oh yeah um but I've I my picked Kindle, up though. yeah I well I just got the physical um and I got sizzle reel oh yeah I am so have you read it no, but it, it's one of those books that every time I see it on a table, I'm like, I want it. Yeah, it sounded so good. And then my friend Kelly was like, um, I'm making this whole book my personality. Like, here, I'm going to never stop talking to you about it. Um, and she keeps sending me other people's reviews. Sam, Stacks on Stacks, just reviewed it. Um, her review is romance, check. Summer playlist, check. Friends to lovers, check. Roommates, check. Awkward as hell, but lovable main characters, check. Is this the book of the summer? I'm out here thinking maybe so. <laughs> so I'm like so excited to read this. I love that. What are you reading right now? 
So I am reading, I just started Mixed Signal. No, I just started um, In the Weeds, which is the second book after oh, Love Life yes. Arms. Because yes. I just like could not stop a series. And then I'm in the middle of The Hookup Plan by... Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, by uh, Farah Roshan. Yeah. And I am Is that the orange it. cover like, or the purple cover? Purple. Okay. And I love it. And I, so I was like, I'm in the middle of that. I'm like, you know me, like I'm never reading one book. So I have that on audio and Kindle. And then I have um, In the Weeds just on audio. And then I have Chef's Choice I downloaded and I'm about to start on um, both. And that's the same thing like with um, In the Weeds. Like it was like I finished Chef's Kiss and I was just like so obsessed with TJ Alexander's writing and that whole book. Like, I not that I didn't expect it to be like good but like you know how when you're just like you go into a book with zero expectations mm-hmm. like I had no idea what to expect um with chef's kiss because I had been on such like an indie kick for a while I hadn't picked up a, a trad pub romance in a while so I wasn't really sure you know what to expect and it like totally exceeded any expectations I could have had I loved it I loved every minute of it so I was like okay TJ Alexander you are for me and I immediately downloaded Chef's Choice which I know you already read and loved so like there's no going wrong so I'm like my reading is stacked right now oh and then I have um Crimson River on my Kindle as well so like it's just like and from what I've heard about Crimson River it is very um like heavy on the suspense like mystery component which like I am like very much craving right now like Mm -hmm. I almost picked up I actually bought at the bookstore the other day Megan Miranda's um latest release which if if people are fans of the podcast have been around for a while since the beginning um Megan Miranda is who got me into reading to begin with so like back into reading so I just hadn't read one of her thrillers in so long and I like I had felt this like urge. To, like, I'm telling read. you, it's like the the pacing or something. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I feel I'm right there with you. Oh, that's so yeah. exciting. Yeah. So, all right. Well, you guys tell us what you're loving lately in the comments or DM us, whatever. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, and we'll we'll uh, we'll circle back with our thoughts. I will return with my thoughts on Imogen, obviously. And and please let us know if there's any survivor romance books out there that we're blanking on yes I need to know even if it's like not a romance like I, I just like now I'm like oh what I yeah. need to know yeah All right. well we can't wait to be back with you soon you can check us out on Instagram at read it or list it pod or us individually at underscore shelf love underscore and at read and write and thanks for listening we'll see you next time Original music by Jake Thorne. Podcast produced and edited by me, Ashley Chandler, and Phoebe Wright. You can find us on Instagram at Read It or List It Pod. All rights reserved 2020.